Welcome to the Higher Ed Retire Podcast with your host, Greg Shepard. Greg is a fee-only financial advisor who specializes in helping those in higher education to take control of their retirement. Since 2001, Greg has helped employees all over the country make the most of their retirement plans. Hey there, folks. Greg Shepard here, Higher Ed Retire Podcast. As always, I appreciate everybody out there taking time out of their day to listen to this silly little podcast I've been putting on for quite some time now. Today's topic, we're going to discuss a real case scenario, a client that just came on board. Actually, we haven't even initiated the paperwork yet, but every time I come across, not every time, but when I come across certain scenarios that I think will be advantageous for you, the masses out there, I'm going to share it with you, and hopefully you can take advantage of some of these scenarios in your situation as well. Uh, For those of you that don't know me again, Greg Shepard, I do specialize in helping folks just like yourself, assuming you're in higher education, just get the most out of that oftentimes confusing higher ed retirement plan. And I tell you what, uh, if you find this podcast, which by the way, I have jumped to a month monthly format. Is that the right way to put it? I'm doing these episodes on a monthly basis. Uh, might kick it up to twice a month, but I tell you what, folks, I actually have a full-time job and my business is growing, which is nice. A lot of you out there are thirsty for knowledge and thirsty for help, which is fantastic. I am here to help you out. But go figure these podcast episodes don't produce themselves, and they do take a little bit of time to do just that. But I'm going to try to kick it up to uh, twice a month, so be prepared for that. Also, check out that uh, YouTube channel that apparently is quite popular amongst uh, those in higher education uh, of the same name, Higher Ed Retire uh, YouTube channel. So, oh, before I get going... I know you folks out there don't want me to get in trouble, and I certainly don't want to get in trouble, so let me recite this one sentence that, for some reason, keeps the attorneys at bay. Investment advisory services offered by me, Greg Shepard, as an investment advisor rep of S&A Financial Services, Inc., which is a registered investment advisor. Okay, now, what we're going to do is, again, get into a real-case scenario, uh, but I think what I'm going to talk about here, I know this strategy is implementable. Is that a word? It's... um, similar to a lot of your situations out there. So this will be beneficial to a lot of you out there. Now, you could run across plan-specific situations, okay? So I encourage you, I can't stress this enough, this is not investment advice, do not construe it as such. There's like so many disclosures I have to say, right? Uh, Make sure you contact Tia, feel free to contact me. I help folks just like yourself out all the time. Email is probably the best way to uh, get in touch with me, greg at shepherdfinancial.com, G-R-E-G at S-H-E-P-A-R-D financial.com. And we'll see if we can help you out. Okay, backdrop of this particular, we'll call it a story, right? Um, individual, she is in her mid-50s looking to retire, oh, early 60s, let's say 63. Okay, it's kind of irrelevant. Uh, well, not really, but we'll just say 63, okay? She's in her mid-50s, looking to retire, early 60s. She's been at, been at her current employer for six, seven years, something like that. And she has an old employer as well. She was with for quite some time with Tia as the vendor as well. Tia, vendor on both employers. And by the way, I'll probably end up um, explaining this scenario very slowly. It's not that I don't think you can understand it. It's that me verbally explaining it, 
I'm going to run into trouble doing so, okay? So it's for my benefit, not necessarily yours. So I don't want to trip up, and I do not want to re-record this episode. Uh, I'm looking to do this in one take, all right, folks, which is very difficult to do, to be honest. Okay, neither here nor there. Uh, let's, let's go with this individual's old contract. Uh, that's not really the focus of this episode, but let me give you just, you know, a background and idea of what we're doing. So old contract, she has a GSRA and a GRA. Uh, very simply put, that GSRA is liquid. She does have TI Traditional in that contract, but we are going to uh, roll over that money, uh, liquid, to a rollover IRA. I custody my assets over Charles Schwab, so we'll invest accordingly when that money gets over there. The GRA, we're going to do a TPA, transfer payout annuity. Uh, this is for the TI Traditional, okay, TI Traditional. We're going to do a TPA over to that same rollover IRA, and then she'll, you know, we're going to invest accordingly, and then she'll extract from those as needed when the time comes, when she becomes retired. But let's focus more on her current employer. Now, she has uh, five different contracts, of which two are illiquid and three are liquid. Okay. Now, remember, this is something that she, that is specific for her. I can't, there's not enough cliches in the world to, to explain. Uh, not one size fits all. Okay. What I talk about here is for her. I literally, every client prospect I deal with, we implement a different game plan because everybody is different in what they want, okay? I can't, um, I, I, I can't stress that enough. So with that being said, uh, her goal, again, create liquidity and take advantage of the new high interest rates in a liquid contract with TI Traditional. She does not want to tie up these monies in a lifetime income annuity option for her she doesn't like the um, the COLA, so the cost of living adjustment that doesn't exist with the lifetime income annuity options. You know the old adage, a dollar today is not worth a dollar tomorrow. Uh, she doesn't like the idea of the constant pay, just that, constant throughout her life. Also, she has children. She is married. She has children, and uh, her and her husband would like to leave uh, monies to their children upon their death. And I know there's guaranteed options with the lifetime income annuity option. I'm not going down that road in this episode, but that was not an attractive feature for uh, this individual. So with her uh, current employer, she's actually amassed quite a bit of money uh, inside the TI traditional, inside the illiquid contracts. So, oh, oh, by the way, I guess this is rather important. She's getting four and a half percent cumulatively or on average, I guess I should say in those uh, monies in the side TI traditional in her current employer. So what we're going to do to create liquidity, uh, we're going to talk about the RA and the RC contract. Both are illiquid when it comes to TI traditional. In theory, they're both pretty much the same. We're going to, even though she's still employed, still contributing to her retirement plan, we're going to initiate a TPA on both contracts. Stop monthly contributions to TI Traditional. Okay. Now, what this does, let's just take the RC contract. RC contract is a TPA over seven years, annually paid. So the first payment, let's say theoretically, is going to come out tomorrow, and those monies are going to go down to the default investment, which in her case is the money market. Okay. Same theory applies in the RA, but it's a it's a 10-year TPA paid out over uh, nine years. But in theory, tomorrow the first payment will go down to money market, which is the default investment. Okay, that part's pretty simple. Now, what we want to do, though, is take those TPA monies and direct them to the liquid contract inside her retirement plan 
invest those monies in TI Traditional, therefore realizing the new rates, high rates, as of August, September of 2023. And again, if I didn't say this already, uh, you, in the, you, you all in the future listening to this, um, I have no idea what the rates are going to be in 2024, 2025. We're talking about 2023 right now, okay? So this may not apply if you're listening to this in like, you know, 2025. Okay, her liquid contract, by the way, is an RCP. RCP for new monies going in is five and three quarters percent. Remember, I told you that her current monies are getting four and a half percent. So logistically, this is how it works. I already told you that the TPA is going to be directed down to the money market, which is the default investment. Then, and that's paperwork, you have to submit paperwork. Then you have to submit a new set, we'll call it set of paperwork, contract to contract form to get the money from the RC and RA to that RCP. Now, you have to submit that paperwork on an annualized basis, annual basis. Okay, now I emphasize this because we're going, in theory, let's just say hypothetically this happened today. TPA went down to money market. Uh, then we submit the form, the contract to contract form, and we get that money over to the RCP contract to buy that TI traditional at five and three quarter percent. Next year, okay, um, let's say, again, hypothetical here. Let's say that new money for the RC, uh, RCP contract went down to 5.5%. That's fine. We're going to submit that paperwork again. Again, we're going to go from 4.5% up to 5.5% on the liquid contract for TI Traditional. Let's say the year after, hypothetically, okay, hypothetically, let's say new money is going into TI Traditional uh, down to whatever, 4 or 4.5%. And so what I'm getting at is we're not really accomplishing anything other than liquidity from uh, by taking monies from the RATI traditional over to the liquid TI traditional if they're getting the same rate or even less than what they're currently getting. So if that's the case, what we do, you can't stop that TPA. So the TPA is going. So in the RC and RA, you know, two years from now, three years from now, we don't want to take that payment over to the RCP contract, which is liquid. We'll just keep it in the RA and RC. Okay, remember it goes down to money market and we can divvy up those monies uh, within that contract accordingly. Okay, so we can kind of change the game plan as time goes along, but what we're accomplishing is creating liquidity. Okay, again, 2023 rates are high for TI traditional new money is going in. How long is that going to last? I don't know. You tell me. Uh, at current high rates, I'd say for the rest of this year, uh, whatever high, I mean, right now, geez, folks, I'll, I'll give you an idea here. RA's new money is six and a quarter, RC, six and a half. These are new monies, RC, six and a half. Uh, SRA, GSRA, some of you have those, five and a half. RCP, five and three quarters, okay? So that's what I mean by when I say high rates. Maybe two, I mean, rest of this year, I think we're good. Uh, when the feds, specifically when the feds start cutting rates, then we're going to have a slide, I would imagine, um, in those new money TI traditional rates for new monies going in, okay? So this strategy might might uh, work for another, I don't know, two years, three years, three years. You know, I'm kind of stretching that maybe. But regardless, we are uh, getting that liquidity aspect going for this particular client. And then what's going to happen is when she retires, let's just say she has, see, by, by enacting or initiating that TPA now, let's say she retires when she's 63 and she's 55 now. Uh, we can start doing some math. 
That's eight years from now. Well, we did a 10-year TPA paid out over nine years for the RA contract. So, so she'll have a measly one year of payments after retirement. And then that liquid, I'm sorry, that contract is, um, is zeroed out basically. Okay. And it creates liquidity. And then we can uh, take those monies that are accumulated in the RA and roll it over to an IRA. Okay. The goal for her, for her, is to, upon uh, separation of service, i.e. retirement, we're going to take as much money as we can, probably all of it by the time she's retired, in all the contracts, and roll it over to that IRA and commingle the monies that uh, she had at her old employer with that GSRA and GRA contract. Because remember, that GRA contract was a TPA as well, but it was only five years. It was a five-year TPA. By the time she's retired, that old G, uh, GRA will be exhausted. Okay, It'll be zeroed out, and the monies will be over at the rollover IRA. And then you know we'll, we'll come up with a game plan, which we already have. We'll come up with a game plan as to how, uh, how much she's going to siphon from that rollover IRA. Hopefully that made sense. And if she's retiring in eight years, that RC contract, um, seven-year TPA, will be exhausted by the time she retires. So we're going to create a lot, I mean, almost 100% liquidity. She might have one year left on that RA contract, one or two years, which is no big deal. But So we've effectively, theoretically, created 100% uh, liquidity prior to retirement and at least for the for now, in a couple years, maybe three years, hopefully take advantage of the higher rates that TI Traditional uh, is affording you in those liquid contracts. Okay, in, in her case, it's that RCP. Your situation is going to be a little different with contracts, but the theory, uh, the idea, the strategy can still be applied. Make sure you contact somebody that knows what they're doing prior to you even trying to find the forms, okay? The forms, even I get tripped up on the forms, and I've been doing this for 20-some-odd years, okay? So it's not as easy as one may think. Hopefully that made some sense. I know it, I know it can be confusing, folks. I know it can. Uh, feel free to reach out to me, and I'll, I'll do my best um, to clear it up and maybe give you an idea of what I would do for you if you were to become a client, okay, folks? Um, again, email greg at shepherdfinancial.com. Shepherd is S-H-E-P-A-R-D. And trust me, take a deep breath. That's all I have for you today. Um, a lot more information to come in future episodes, folks. This is Greg Shepherd with Higher Ed Retire Podcast telling you all out there to take control of your retirement today. Bye-bye now. Thanks for listening to the Higher Ed Retire Podcast. Just because this episode is over doesn't mean you can't continue your retirement journey. Please visit www.higheredretire.com to see how you can work with Greg or to simply ask him a question. Thanks again. S&A Financial Services is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.